You're listening to the Mike Signorelli Podcast. Yo, welcome back wherever you're listening from in the world. This is Mike Signorelli, and you're kicking it with me on the Long Island Expressway. I'm in my car right now. We're going to do another episode, and today we're going to be talking about fun. Now, before you turn it off, I know right now you're probably thinking, oh, forget this. I'm not even listening to this podcast. I don't want to hear about fun. I want to hear about brand. I want to hear about legacy. I want to hear about the, the heavy, deep stuff. Well, let me tell you this. Fun is the deep stuff of 2018, okay? And here's why. The millennials and the Generation Zers are taking over the web and they want to have fun. And you know what? It's funny because when I was growing up, and I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, I'm just going to be real, fun was irrelevant. Like, we didn't have fun at church. We didn't have fun on our jobs. We didn't have fun at school. But you know what? It has changed because people are understanding that in your being, you metabolize all your essential nutrients and vitamins and if you don't have fun in that pill you're gonna have a deficiency and it's gonna break down other things so I want to talk about fun I want to talk about fun 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 and the reason why I'm talking about it is because I'm not fun (laughs) I'm just gonna be straight up with you I, I have had fun I can have fun with people but I am not fun if you're telling somebody is Mike Signorelli fun they'd be like he's fun yeah I guess he's fun but there's other people I can think of like when you say their name maybe you're thinking about someone right now they're fun you need to be that person let me tell you this Millennials they don't do phone calls anymore they hate phone calls it stresses them out they get anxiety attacks if you call them okay I have to text my millennial employee and say can I call you because I don't want him to think he's getting fired or or that I'm gonna die die of a disease because I'm calling him so fun matters and uh, and and fun is just changing the game so we got to talk about fun today because it has everything to do with your next level it has everything to do with it. it has everything to do with my next level I'm serious I'm serious about fun <laughs> but anyways um, you know it's it's tough because there's fun is a spectrum okay so on the spectrum you have jocular uh, sarcastic these are the evil forms of fun um, making fun of other people offensive fun right then you've got the other end of the spectrum which and I'm just all the spectrum of fun the other end of the spectrum is you think it's fun no one else thinks it's fun okay and what I mean by that is like hey staff you're all completely exhausted you've worked 90 hours a week you want to go have fun and do this staff outing no we don't we actually want to go home and die okay like we want to go home and binge watch Facebook videos that's what we want to do we want to go sit on the toilet until our legs fall asleep and listen to uh, a podcast while simultaneously watching funny videos okay so that's the that is the the spectrum of fun let me give you some examples when we came to New York and launched v1 church we were establishing a worship team and we believe fundamentally that worship teams should worship Oftentimes in churches, that never happens. They get together for rehearsal and they have fun. And I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now, you can't see. But they make fun of each other. They're jocular. They're sarcastic. They're, they think that they're uh, in their own ego and their own pride. They think that they're being whimsical and clever uh, and witty. But they're actually just hurting each other's feelings and reducing their influence. 
we started to see that culture creep in as we grew our worship team because people from other churches were joining our church and then joining our team. And we said, yo, we're gonna teach you how to have fun. We're here to do a job. We're not gonna have lame fun, but we're gonna have fun fun on the other end, uh, other end of the spectrum. And so we just took them on a journey to say like, yo, you think that what you're saying is funny, but that actually is striking a chord with the person. So I guess number one is learn how to have the right type of fun, learn how to be the right type of fun. So as a leader, it's like sometimes, now this is like more of a wisdom bomb. Sometimes correcting someone is serious in the moment, but it's to produce more fun in the future. Dude, that'll preach. Tweet that. Mike Signorelli underscore. That's how you'll find me on Twitter. That's crazy. But correcting someone, this is for leaders now. Correcting someone in the moment is serious, but it produces more fun in the future. The real fun. The fun that adds no sorrow. The fun that lasts. And why is that important? Because fun okay so we talk about like you know getting on the phone millennials hate the phone they hate the phone primarily because more fun happens via text more fun happens via dm so the phone calls they get are from parents the phone calls that they get are from authority figures or someone's like hey man i don't want there to be any vestiges of this conversation where it's traceable so let's talk on the phone because this is serious this is this is like uh epic proportions in my life so that's that's the that's what how they view so it's about so fun has a lot to do with the, with the way that it's it's wired in your brain okay so the thing is as a leader if you're not fun so like then then your brand is missing a key ingredient this is kind of an extension off of the last last week's podcast so or last episode rather the last episode was about brand. So like, for example, I'm a chain breaker. I'm prophetic. I like to get into the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic and the historical context and blow your mind and like tell you thus saith the Lord. And people want and need that. There's a demand for that. But if I'm not also fun in my reoccurring daily, you know, uh, existence with people, they'll say, I don't want serious prophetic Mike Signorelli right now. It's kind of like a cologne. Okay, let's let's talk about cologne for a second. Not every cologne is appropriate for every every you know environment. You might have a really like musky, like if you're a man, a musky, heavier, kind of like darker cologne that you wear to weddings and special occasions. Well, and then you've got a lighter cologne that you're gonna wear out to the beach or whatever. This is personal brand, but then you've got to find like what's that every day? This is my smell. Well, some people they ha <laughs> they have the, their everyday smell is Sex Panther gasoline flavored cologne. Like it's so just pungent. Like your everyday flavor is Indian food in a diaper. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> you know I'm quoting Anchorman right now. I'm dying. I'm driving right now in the LIE and I'm having a ball doing this podcast. <laughs> this is the best solution to me uh, not getting enraged on the stuck in traffic. But anyways, so your brand is like a clone. So what I've been working on is like I've got some notes of sex panther cologne this gasoline flavor this extreme like prophetic deep you know serious it's a little too strong it's a little too pungent and i need to counterbalance that with some fun so 
that and that matters and fun is a strategy matter of fact okay i went to a link conference link is linked international network of churches and uh, they're the church planning organization that sent me to new york to launch v1 and we were at a an equip event equip is awesome you guys gotta um get out to one of those if you're a pastor and a leader and you're listening like go to link.community and check out their website figure out when the next equip event is and come out to it but Anyways, we did like a worship session, and the, there, there was like a whole worship team up, uh, throwing down, playing their instruments, singing, leading the crowd. There's this one guy, and he just had a smile. He was like the main singer, uh, guitarist, and he was smiling the entire time. I mean, I'm just, this dude was uh, the whole time, ear to ear grin, smile, smiling while he sang, smile while he played. And you know what? I, afterwards, I found him, and I said, thank you. Thank you for smiling the entire time because that's warfare too. And Christians have forgotten that we are worshiping a risen king. You can't strive your way to victory. Like, it, Jesus already whooped the devil's butt. And so, like, it, and, and he's the champion of our life. So it's like fundamentally, from a theological standpoint, you should worship with a smile. You don't have to always worship with a smile, but there should be a smile that shows up in your worship because you're like, you know what? I'm not fighting my own battle battles God's fighting on my behalf for me so so part of my brand now is like man I want to be the type of pastor and type of uh, uh, of leader that smiles because that's an indicator of my position so there there's another thing to add to your notes as you're taking notes while you listen to this um, smile is a GPS your smile is a locator your smile is an indicator of your position oh let me put it like this your smile is how you share your location in life Woo! <laughs> that's good it's good I'm preaching in the car to myself your smile is literally how you reveal and share your location in life so you know when you're on your iPhone and someone's like, hey man, how do I get to you, where you're at? And you can share your location. If you're a Droid user, you know, I don't know that you, if your Sith Lords have given you access to this feature yet, but if you're, uh, if you're Team iPhone, Team Blue, um, you can share your location. Your smile is how you share your location in life with people. Now you might be saying, but my location is in the dumps, it's in the doldrums, it's in, I'm, life does suck. Yeah, but according to who? According to who? Your smile is even how you can change your location. Not just reveal it, but change it. So this is leadership. I think the greatest gift that I give to the people that I leave is the consistency of my fun. It's not like, man, well, we had fun one time. Is V1, is the church, is Mike Signorelli, is our workspace at the V1 HQ going to be fun again? It's like... No, it's consistently fun. It's a rhythm of fun. It's a it's a rhythm of fun. So for you, I want you to think about this. I want you to have an introspective moment. How are you having fun? Fun feeds you. Fun is something that will cause you to go the extra mile. Like like for example, going back to the phone. If your brain's wired every single time I get a phone call, okay, I'll tell you like this. I'm a pastor. I'm a busy pastor. I don't want people to perceive me as busy because you make time for the right things. You make time for the things that you should do. But I got a lot going on. And to be honest with you, calling me is a lot like calling 911. People don't call me 
with testimonies. They call their friends with testimonies. They call their family with testimony. They call the pastor with emergencies. So I got this thing where every time I'd see the phone, I would cringe personally. So it's about like how you're wired be based on previous experiences. And so what I've got to do is think about that. And I've got to say, okay, I'm about to call this person now. And, uh, you know, and, and so maybe I should just front load this conversation with fun. Sometimes I'll actually, and this is, I'm just going to reveal my hand here for those of you who are listening this long into the podcast and you're getting fed by this. This is like exclusive information. If you, let me, how do I put this? <laughs> okay. Sometimes I'll think to my, I'll take people on journeys. Leadership, leaders do not take people on journeys. They don't plot a course out. Let me give you an example of it. I may really want to rebuke somebody, but I will say, I'm going to take this sucker on a journey. I'm going to call them and have fun with them. I'm going to build a real relationship with them because they have mad potential. But that rebuke is coming, but it's coming 16 conversations from now. And I will endure through 15 conversations of fun and relationship building and hearing their heart and diagnosing and putting the stethoscope on their soul and listening to them. And then on the 16th one, I will let the scalpel, the scalpel, scalpel scalpel there you go i'm not obviously a real surgeon i will let the scalpel drop and you know what that is that's how i've taken people from a two to a nine now most of y'all who are listening to me right now you don't want to take people from a two to a nine because people are at a level two annoy the crap out of you and you think you're better than them and you think you're better than that and better than the usage of your time and but here's the thing is real leadership isn't taking a nine to a ten it's taking a two to a nine okay and Probably you're a two and you just don't realize you're a two. You're just a very arrogant two, okay? You you have 10 potential. You have nine potential, but you live like a two. And then you judge people who are really twos, right? But you've got to take people on a journey. So that's what I do. I take people on a journey. And so I'll say, okay, you're on a two now, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get the proximity of our relationships going to change. We're going to laugh together. We're going to get some experiences together under our belt and then that thing that I've been wanting to correct so badly as your leader I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna correct it and you're gonna receive it because you're gonna know that I have made a deposit in an account that now this correction will require a withdrawal and what happens is a lot of you guys are not getting anywhere in your leadership because you're with you're you're basically bouncing emotional accounts for a living. That's what you do. You 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 may, you you deposit ten dollars emotionally and you withdraw fifty and you're negative forty and everyone hates you on the low. You're low key hated and don't even realize it. And so you have to build up that emotional account. Man, you're probably thinking to yourself, I got to share this. I got to, I mean, I hope my boss hears this one. I hope my pastor or somebody, you, you need to hear it too. But yeah, share it, share it so that they can <laughs> share it so that they can see it too. But the point is that is fun is an essential ingredient and you've got to take people on a journey that, that has high doses of fun. Now, um, 
some of you are saying that's manipulative. All leadership is manipulation. It's just whether or not you're using it for good or for evil. Okay, let's just be real. When I was a high school teacher, I manipulated those kids. When you make a human being sit down in a seat for 55 minutes, that is definitional manipulation. No human being wants to sit down for 55 minutes in a wooden desk, right? But if you want to learn, you're not going to learn walking around the classroom talking to people. You're going to learn with your butt in a seat. And so I've learned to harness that for good. That's why you've got to recalibrate your heart and say, is what I want to correct for their good? You know, but that's the way God treats us. We, in the book of Jeremiah, I've got a, a hope and a future for you. I want to bless you for your good, not for your harm, you know, says the Lord. It's like he's reverse engineering our journey for our good. And so when you can actually say, I'm doing this for your good, you can justify saying, hey man, I'm looking out into the future. I've got a journey I'm about to take you on. We're going to have about 14 conversations and on the 15th one, I'm going to tell you what I've been wanting to say the whole time. But then here's the, the other hack that'll go to that hack is once you get about 14 or 15 conversations deep by re refraining on the thing that you've wanted to correct so badly, what'll happen is you'll get so much data about the root system of that thing that you want to correct so badly that by the time you actually go to correct it, you will correct it with such wisdom and such depth that it will have its an intended outcome. Most leaders do not ever get their intended outcome. I mean, and it's just that simple. Like, they're, you know, they're like, well, if I can just change this one thing in their life, they'll go to the next level. But they don't have a comprehensive enough understanding of how it all exists so that when they go in to do the surgery, it's a botched surgery every time. They bleed out, they die on the table, and it's over. Okay, so for you, what are the implications? Fun. Why? Because you're so caught in anger. You know, anger is a fear-based emotion. So when you're like dealing with the people on your team, like in, in a form of leadership, um, and you're like, I'm going to lead them out of anger. Anger is rooted in fear. It's a sense of injustice. The, the basic feeling of all anger is injustice. Something's wrong. I'm going to make it right. But fear says, if I don't make it right immediately, everything else is going to go to crap and we're going to lose the mission. That's fear. That's not faith. Fun and faith now, I'm talking about true fun. I started this whole thing by giving you the spectrum of fun. So not fun like you're walking around tapping each other's crotches and being jocular. That's a real phenomenon that guys do. Um, not fun like you're making fun of uh, Susie's new hair color that she just paid $200 to get dyed and thinks it's great, um, but you're gossiping about her with her coworkers. Not that kind of fun. I'm talking about real unadulterated kingdom kind of fun, like Jesus fun, like the real deal fun that adds no sorrow. When you're on that mission and you're doing fun, that's, that is fun and faith. They kiss each other. Fun and faith are kissing cousins. They're related to each other. They love each other. And so you're, you're having, I'm saying I have so much faith that I can go on this 15 meeting journey with somebody and front load so much fun knowing that by the time I get done building a real relationship with him and, or her or whatever, that when I go to say this thing, it's going to work out all right and have its intended consequence of them come, coming to the next level and going to the other side. Man, this one's been good. You didn't think fun could go this deep, did you? So I want you to ask yourself, like, am I fun? You know, sometimes, and fun is an impression. You know, Maya Angelou said something that really resonated with me. She said, Maya Angelou said, people won't always remember what you say, 
but they will always remember how you made them feel. And I love quotables. I love quotes. I, I love quote picks. I love, I, I love all that stuff. But um, the reality of it is, if 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 I don't start thinking about fun, then people are just going to remember the way I make them felt feel was convicted, which is a good thing. You probably got convicted during this. That's like a tool in my arsenal that I've I've sharpened over the years. They'll say I may have felt inspired. Right, and you may you may be listening to this and saying, "Man, I'm going to go back to my team, my workforce. I'm going to go back to um, my church, and we're going to have some fun. Like I'm inspired. That's great, um, you know. But you've got to actually think. And I think to myself, man, like what is that that thing? You know, there's some people where you're like, when they're down, you know, think about this. You're down in the dumps. You're kind of you're like thinking to yourself, uh, man, like. I just need to pick me up and then you see that name show up on your phone they message you they call they're calling you what happens does your does your heart leap or does your heart creep right so you this is we need to be thinking about this like does and and for you like when you hit somebody up does their heart leap or does their heart creep now listen you still got a job to do man you've got to build homes you're in the construction field uh you know you've got a um you're you're white collar you're on the phone you're on the grind you've got things that you've got to do but the other side of it is you know how can you make people's heart predominantly leap and not creep when you're on the other end of it and fun is a secret ingredient um man this has healed my heart i'll tell you this has been good for my soul your soul is your mind your will your emotions and uh what i want to do is this we're going to close this thing down i've given you the best of the best i have for free this podcast costs you nothing so why don't you help me out and reciprocate it by sharing it uh tag some people that you might think really benefit this if they're in the church uh leadership realm organizational leadership business leadership they're building teams uh why don't you just share this tag them um tag them put hashtag fun factor it's kind of i think that'll be out of let's get this thing moving all right share it um, and I'll see you guys on the next one. You guys can find me anywhere online at Mike Signorelli underscore and uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And uh, love you guys. I will see you soon. Peace. Thanks again for joining us for the Mike Signorelli podcast. If you enjoy learning from Mike on this podcast, you can help get the word out by subscribing, rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it on social media with your friends. Until next time, thanks for joining us for the Mike Signorelli podcast.